This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. Ooh, you found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. I'm your host, John Age. I'll be your tour guide this evening as we take a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, mayhem, and the extermination of human life on this planet, a forced march into obsolescence thrust upon us by a global satanic death cult of pedophiles. Ooh, I'm so happy to be with you here in the dark side of the AM. We're sitting at 3.06 Eastern Standard Time. Ooh, and it's in the low 30s here in NC. I love it outside. Love it outside. My God, I could not be happier with the temperature here in North Carolina. Why can't it be like this all year? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the reprieve from the satanic heat of doom that occupies 99% of the time in North Carolina. Thank you so much for it not being 100 degrees with 100% humidity and raining. Thank you. My God, it is beautiful outside. So happy. Check out anomicage.com if you've not already done so. It looks a little like this. PayPal.me forward slash anomicage. Patreon.com forward slash anomicage as well. That's the best way to help this show. In case you haven't figured that out yet, so please do so. We got the free iPhone app. We got the Android app. We got the subscribe by email link. We've got so much more right there at anomicage.com. This is definitely an information breakdown segment. We're sitting at information breakdown 327 this evening. 327, folks. Oh, yeah. Title of this episode, artwork courtesy of yours truly. Title of this episode is Vices. Vices, Vices, Vices. Yeah. All kinds of vices going on out there, folks. Man, and it's so disgusting. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, and I might darn well make it a two-parter. You know, it's been said that everybody's got a vice. 
And here in 2023, year of our Lord, I'd hazard a guess. I'd make a gamble even that a heck of a lot of people got a heck of a lot more than just one vice out there. I'll give you one of mine. My personal one is sports. I love basketball. I really do love basketball. Before I had a fouled up knee and ankle, I liked to play basketball. My goodness gracious sakes alive. I felt more at peace on a basketball court just shooting for hours alone in a gym. I felt more peace there than perhaps anywhere in the world. I don't even like playing as much. I just like shooting the ball. I just like being out there alone. Something with that uh, that tranquility. Tranqu- <laughs> tranquility. Yeah, that's the one. Peace and just solace of, of the court. You to rim the ball. Just that, just something about that. This brings me so much peace. It really does. But uh, here in my elder years, I shoot a whole lot less and watch a whole lot more. <clears throat> and the the key of this is, and I'm giving you the full Monty here. I know that the mess I'm watching is a scam. It's a fraud. It's a dodge. It's a hustle. It's a con. I've been knowing that for quite some time. I believe it was in 2010, Brian Tui's book, The Fix Is In. He's put out at least three more since then. The Fix Is Still In. Uh, I think at least two, if not three, other books on the scam that is professional sports. You see, it says there in the fine print, if you get a ticket, that this is a sporting event meant for entertainment purposes. And that's exactly what it is, folks. It's only entertainment. To paraphrase a little bad religion for you there. Superficial episode as life continues to unfold. Yes, it is, folks. That's all it really is. It's only entertainment. But, having grown up here in NC... Huge Duke fan, by the way. Growing up here in NC, you know, I spent a whole lot of time as a kid shooting basketball and running back in to watch a little bit more of the game, running back out at commercial break, shooting a little bit more, running back in. Man, it was such a beautiful time. But uh, they've destroyed college basketball completely, destroyed it. I mean, the one-and-done thing is kind of a joke now because there is no team. There's a, a guy on campus for about six months tops that plays for some university team, and he's gone. So there's no growth of the team. There's no fans getting used to a player, watching that player grow and develop for four years and go on to the pros. It's not, man. It's six months and you're gone. You don't really represent your school anymore. Now I represent a rhinoceros, folks. It just ain't there. So any semblance of college basketball has been destroyed. I mean, here in the ACC, it used to be a college basketball powerhouse. But to chase that uh, football money, they've led every school under the sun into the ACC that's not even close to part of the Atlantic coast. It's downright hilarious. I mean, I thought it was hilarious when they put Notre Dame somehow in the ACC. But wait, there's more because they're letting West Coast teams in next year. I don't know how they're going to still classify that as an Atlantic Coast 
But I digress. I'm sure uh, as long as the television money's in there, they'll bend the rules and change the rules and do whatever they want to do just to chase the almighty dollar. So college, college ball's a scam. But uh, the pros is really where the scam is most evident. It really is, folks. I love pro basketball still, somehow, even though I know it's a scam. I used to love baseball until about the late 90s when it became very evident that everybody was on steroids at the very least and a sordid amount of other performance-enhancing drugs. And uh, yeah, they basically took the Braves off everyday cable, and I was done with it. I hadn't really watched it since then. Really haven't. But basketball, that one vice that I still kind of cling on to, even though I know it's a bunch of bull. But I'm really in the minority, folks, because most people have a bunch of vices. And in case you missed it, I really, I've really noticed this narrative, and I haven't talked about it on this show. I've talked about it a lot in my private life. But in case you've missed it, they have really pushed this term narrative in sports in about the last 10 years. Used to be able to watch a sports show or a recap kind of analyst-driven broadcast, and they'd talk about the game, the game that just happened, the games that were coming up, someone's performance on the court, and now it's all about the narrative. Ooh, the narrative. It's become this hilarious male soap opera. I guess since wrestling completely sucks now, they've moved the soap opera genre to the men as it pertains to other avenues and genres of sports. And it's all about the narrative. It's so-and-so getting along with this person. Oh, my goodness, did you hear this is going on outside the game? And, oh, my gosh, somebody found a tweet from 20 years ago that made him sad. And, oh, my gracious... The wife of this person's doing something with that person, and it's just all a bunch of bull. And less and less has to do with the the game itself. And I'd say in about the last five years, I've really seen the narrative shift to just this subtle nudge at first, and now it's just full bore. Gambling. It's all about the gambling. What do you think the odds are on this? And now you got the major broadcasts pushing gambling even more. With various sports betting sites and so forth. I won't give you the names. I'm not trying to pick up a suit. But I think we all know. Eyes to see, ears to hear. We can see that they are pushing a gambling narrative. Heck, the NBA has now even got this new mid-season tournament in Las Vegas of all places. What a joke. Got the mid-season tournament in Las Vegas. The promos that they were launching for several months, all about Vegas and all about the gambling and all about the players and how they were cool and hip and pushing this mafioso narrative and gambling in the game. I mean, it's kind of funny, Donahue, I believe it was the ref about 10 years ago that was busted for, oh my goodness, he might have had some sort of improprieties as a referee in the game and gambling on the side. Holy smokes. Do you know what? Uh, Water's wet, the sun is hot, and bears go poo-poo in the woods. In other breaking news. And people somehow want to somehow 
believe that he was the only one. It was that one lone incident, right? What <laughs> a blipping joke, folks. Please, if you believe that, just shoot me a line. I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. I'll be happy to sell it to you. Yeah, I'll throw the, the Golden Gates in for free. You know what I'm saying? But they really do believe people are that dumb because, uh, well, I guess people really are that dumb. People live in this normalcy bias. People live in this cognitive dissonance where they just don't want to know. Everybody else can be lying to you, but not Fauci. No, not not old Fauci Fauci. Never. Not the president. Oh, my gracious. What are you kidding? And certainly not your favorite sports celebrity, Nene. They wouldn't do anything in proprietus. In that e- eternal chase of the mighty dollar, now would they? Let me put some stats up on the screen for you, because somebody's going, man, I just don't believe it, John. You must be lying, me lad. Ah, uh, I don't think so. Teenage gambling is the fastest growing addiction today, according to David Robertson of the National Coalition Against Legalized Gambling. Why would you be against gambling, Robertson? Why? It's pernicious evil when it feeds on the weakest. He says gambling is Low effort, high excitement. Yes, it is. That would be obvious, wouldn't it? I'm just going to scroll down here. Gambling and game addictions on the rise amongst teens. Can you believe it? Why, what would you think of that, huh? Gambling addiction is now at an all-time high. This is from Money.com in February. After the ruling, NCPG estimates that the risk of gambling addiction grew by 30% in just three years. 30% in just three years. Now, why could that be? Well, what what the... You don't really think that, do you? Can't be. You know, it's like it's a consorted effort or something. That can't be legitimate. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. But wait, there's more. How gambling affects the brain and who is most vulnerable. People in their early 20s are the fastest growing group of gamblers, according to recent research. And many kids are starting younger than that. Gambling addiction could be nine times higher. Nine times higher. Than the stats are showing. Then industry claims is what the actual quote is. But I'm just giving you that off the cuff here. Sports betting has risen tenfold in three years. That was 2023 23 again. Sports betting rapid popularity creates gambling addiction. Uh, you don't say. Since 2018, bettors have waged 22, no, excuse me, 220 million, oh, b- 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 billion, my mistake, Two hundred and twenty billion. Good grief. These are the real dangers of sports betting boom. 
Mm-hmm. And this goes into the growing anxiety and suicide rates. And it points to, you guessed it, increase in people who are addicted to gambling. Is there a cure for America's gambling addiction? No. Yeah, it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So there. In case you just thought I was uh, making this up, you know, in case you just thought I was making this up, this goes on and on and on and on, folks. So it's very clear that this has been a consorted effort for a while. Nothing new under the sun, folks. But it's been going on at least, I'd say, five, probably ten years where this has been sort of subtly pushed a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then you've got some of the major advertisers for the big sporting events being of of what? Oh, they're the gambling sites. Oh, yeah. And who do you think is the big demographic of that? Well, kids and men and even the growing demographic of women. So who do you think this is targeting? Well, it's just like Joe Camel when I was about in middle school. That would be targeting the kids, dummy. Because you can get them gambling, as the article I pointed out a moment ago says, they're on the rise too with this. And it's all about getting that camel's nose in the tent flap. Get a little bit, get a little bit more, get a little bit, get a little bit more. Too much is never enough. But it's not just gambling, folks. It's vices of all colors, shapes, and sizes. It's addiction to devices. It's that subtle dopamine drip that I've talked about millions of times on this show. The dopamine drip that people get from those little happy comments, those little lovely emojis, the thumbs up, and all that good stuff you get from posting on social media. People are addicted to it, folks. Addicted to it. My goodness, you can't even have a holiday function without people just looking at their phones and showing you what's on their phone. Showing you what's on my phone. Look, look, look what I got on my phone. Oh, it's so funny. It's so cute. Look at this dog. Look at this cat falling off the sofa. Oh, my gosh. Look at this guy doing this, that, or the other. It's all a bunch of baloney, folks. But it's an addiction. Because people freak out when they lose their little addiction device. When they lose their connection to the dopamine drip. So obvious. It's so sickening. But since we're talking about devices, I mean, we've talked about online gambling. Well, we've talked about the dopamine drips from the devices. What else is on there? Well, it'd be pornography, of course. The number one thing on the internet for since its inception. It's pornography. But now the growing thing is the fans only and all these other paid sites from these at-home porno stars, I guess. And again, it's attracting younger and younger audiences. Creating depravity with younger and younger girls who I guess aspire to be these online porn stars. And creating that growing depravity with younger and younger boys or men, as it were. That's addicted to uh, to the female form. <laughs> but it's not just the female form. We're not talking about, you know, some sort of... Uh, some sort of World War II era pinup girls. No. I mean, this is this is all kinds of stuff. I'll leave it at that. 
that you can see at the touch of your fingertips. And when I'm talking about these devices, please understand, it is nothing new under the sun, folks. It's not like we've reinvented the wheel here. People suddenly found out, holy smokes. You know, that old adage about fire first created to look at at naked bottoms at night. (laughs) Nothing new under the sun, folks. It's all been going on for a while. But right about now, it's been going on at ever-increasing volume to ever-increasing audiences to younger and younger audiences. It's depravity wholesale, folks. Everything I just covered, and all this stuff existed when I was a kid. You just didn't really know about it. Could you go out and gamble and find a bookie? Of course you could. But you couldn't, you couldn't find a bookie in 30 seconds or less on the internet and make a bet there. Was there nudity and pornography and strip clubs and, and dirty magazines and movies when I was a kid and everyone was? Of course. It just wasn't at the touch of your fingertips to children and anyone else that's got a phone, device, pod, pad, or otherwise. So it's not a problem that these things are new on the horizon. It's just the ease at which they are procured. And the audiences for which they are targeted. That that is and therein lies the problem. And it's all meant to push the agenda of depravity. I mean, I swear, folks, I think Sodom and Gomorrah would look like a church picnic right about now. Because they have pushed these various agendas. I mean, just pick one. Pick one. You want to pick the the gay agenda? Yeah, you think this is somehow new in the last 20 years? I don't think so. Been going on since the dawn of time. Sodom and Gomorrah. Look no further. Sodomy from Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, Sodom and Gomorrah, they were having sex with each other. They were having sex with the same sex. They were having sex with children. They were having sex with animals. It was a sick den of iniquity. That's why God burned it to the ground. How we're not in a a hail of fire and brimstone right now, I don't understand. I'm, I'm befuddled, quite frankly, that we're not just living under a hail of fire and brimstone eight days a week and twice on Sunday. I am completely befuddled. Because 2023, I would suggest, I wasn't there, but I would suggest is far worse on, you know, by levels of volume. Exponents, exponentially greater than what I've read was going on then. And the sick thing is, we're just all sitting back, relaxing, and going along with it. That's the real sick factor in this whole thing. I didn't even mention drugs yet. We're 20 minutes in, hadn't even mentioned drugs. I mean, drugs, anyone? Do you think this is not the norm now? Everything that I've discussed has become the norm. Was it going on way before I was alive? You bet. Has it ever been more normalized than today? Not even close. There's a guy I love to listen to on Instagram who's talked about the strip club analogy. The strip club, obviously something that's been there for a long time. 
But it hasn't been until recently that this has somehow become the norm in society. This has become like a normal thing. Oh, yeah, guys are going to a strip club and just urinate away money on some some girl who's never going to give them the time of day because they think, oh, she likes me or something stupid. You know, like, it's just so bizarre, man. It's really so bizarre. That thing's never made sense to me. Never. It's like, what are you doing? This person's not going home with you. They don't like you. They like the money. I'm not pro-prostitution, but if you're going to bleep away your money, just go get a, a legit prostitute, I guess. I mean, I think it's dumb, but whatever. A call girl, an escort, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. None of this makes any sense. But here we are, 2023, and it's all just the norm. I mean, that's just... Another day at the office. It ain't even a big deal. And has anybody missed the the fact that children younger and younger and younger and younger are being sexualized? Have you looked at the clothing for kids lately? Have you looked at this, folks? This is getting out of hand. It's getting so sick and twisted. So they're sexualizing children at younger and younger ages. And everybody's discussed this ad nauseum. But the, the end game is to... To normalize pedophilia. I mean, that's what this is really all about. That's a, that's what this incrementalization of normalizing pornography and normalizing prostitution and normalizing the fans only and all this other mess. The end game is your kids. They want that, that final frontier. I mean, they've got your kids for 13 years now in the public indoctrination centers if you're dumb enough to send them there. They've got them with the streaming devices. They've got them with the apps, the phones, the pods, the pads, the television, the radio, the pop stars, the sports stars, and the drugs. Because that's the infusion bit that just runs circles around every single one of those other vices is the drugs, the alcohol, the cigarettes, the whatever, the vaping. It's all just promiscuous in all those circles that I've already discussed. So they've got them with all those things. But the real coup de grace, the final frontier, is that normalization of complete and utter pedophilia. That's really what the end game is for these global satanic death cult members. And did we leave out Satan somehow in this whole thing? Yeah, I mean, just the normalization of Satanism. I, I just quit even covering the various state capitals that have some sort of Satan statue or some sort of satanic uh, garbage going on. I mean, that's just... It's become so... Ah, so whatever. So old news. So completely just immersed in the culture. We didn't even talk about that anymore. It's like abortion. I mean, we've killed, what, 60 million since Roe versus Wade? Conservative number. I mean, that's just... We didn't talk about that anymore. I mean, who cares, right? Not a big deal. Some things have become so cliche, so passe, that we just don't even talk about it. I mean, how sick is that? How sick is that? That murdering children has become just class A. Just, just old news. I don't even care about it. That's how sick and just fouled up from the floor up this society is. I'm sitting here doing a show on vices. And the sickest elements and aspects of the whole thing are just, just this old school, just passe, old hat. Just retread on the tire, no big deal. I mean, that's just how fouled the bleep up we are as a people. But I think the 
the good news for all this is that people are wising up. People have had enough of this mess, or at least certain sects of the population are. In case you missed it in the Bible, it calls us to separate ourselves from the filth. To live lives of separation. To separate yourselves, wheat from chaff. To separate yourselves from the dregs of society. The scum that just refuse to to bow to the one true God. We've got to separate ourselves from that. That's what it calls us to do. I know that's, ooh, that's judgment, man. we got to be hippies. And Jesus was just a sandal wearing hacky sack playing cool, bro, man. Yeah, that's the BS World Council of Churches uh, mantra they'd like to spin on you. But that's just a bunch of hogwash. But we really do have to uh, use some judgment, use some discernment, and separate ourselves from the filth. Stop being like the world. In the world, but not of the world. Stop being scum. I mean, that's the bottom line, folks. Stop being scum. And this is an element that we all have to tackle. This is an element that is men and women. We, as men and women, as we rear our children, we have to separate from the scum. We've got to show, lead by example, and say, hey, this is right, this is wrong. Clear cut, line in the sand, no messing around. This is right, this is wrong. And what I said before, lead by example is so key. So you can't very well tell your kids not to smoke weed and be a drunk piece of trash if you're at home doing it, can you, dummy? You can't say that pornography and gambling is wrong if you're at home doing it, can you, moron? That just doesn't work that way, folks. That's the pot calling the kettle black. So we as a people have got to choose the right path, live the right path, walk it like you talk it, folks. That's what's up. There's no time left in the game. There's no time to quibble and wonder if we can, if we've got a few more years. Can we just do that? No, screw all that, man. The time is nigh. The time is now. It's time to take a stand. It's time to take some action on a personal level. If other people want to do dumb bleep, let them do it. Let them do it, folks. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. Matters what you do. Matters what you allow to infiltrate your home. It, it matters what you allow to go down in the four walls that make up your little kingdom. That's all that matters, folks. So you got to have a spouse that's on the same page, and you got to lay down the same rules from both parents. This is right. This is wrong. This is what we allow. This is what we do not allow. Just that plain and simple, folks. All these vices lead to destruction. I'll say this again real slow for you. All of these vices lead to destruction. It's like those seven deadly sins. I had the Bible once again, folks. All of these vices lead to destruction. The prison system is full, is full of people that thought all these vices led somewhere else. But at the end of the day, these vices lead to your destruction, your demise, your death, your incarceration, your addiction. 
Because there's a million people out there that think they're not addicted to various vices. Oh, I'm not addicted to drugs. I can stop anytime. Oh, I'm not addicted to gambling. I hadn't gambled in a couple days. Oh, I'm not addicted to porn. I hadn't watched that much lately. Oh, I'm not addicted to smoking. I'm on the patch. I'm on the vapes. I'm on the tobacco. Whatever else, man. I'm not all that addicted. It's excuses. You're lying to yourself. You're playing yourself. And you're not hurting anybody else but you. Unless, of course, you've got a wife or kids or family that cares about you. And then you're screwing them too. And if you want to look all New World Order big picture here, they want you to be screwed up. They want you to have a broken family. They want your kids to be trash just like you. Because they want you dead. They want you and your family dead. But, of course, after they suck all your money dry with addiction, after they suck all your money dry in the, in the judicial system, after they suck all your money dry in hospitals, after they suck all your money dry in rehabs, after they suck all your money dry, folks. These things are nothing more than diversions. These things are nothing more than death. It's meant to divide and conquer. It's meant to destroy you from the inside out. So you're the only person that can step up and stop this mess. You know what your vices are. You know how to control them and you know how to stop them. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Try to get out there, do your part, make a difference. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomic Age. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.